Richard Butler presents lifestyle, real estate, and investment opportunities the booming South Pacific, opportunities south of the equator. Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, uh, wherever you are in the world today. Uh, on this uh, fantastic day, I'm calling you from uh, Sydney in Australia, or broadcasting from Sydney, Australia, on Richard Butler's Lifestyles and Real Estate of the South Pacific. We have an apology to do this morning that uh, last week is the first week we didn't actually publish a radio show um, or uh, our newsletter, in actual fact, didn't go out last week. We had several reasons for this. Uh, one of them was that Sydney itself was actually struck with a uh, with a, almost a mini cyclone. It was 1.9 and we had winds coming through Sydney. It was on the news. It was quite incredible. Lasted over three or four or five days, and uh, then we we went into Anzac Weekend, which is <clears throat> a very very sacred weekend down here, uh, which is the celebration of the uh, Gallipoli uh, World War One um, tragedy. Is the only word you describe it? Over eleven thousand Australian New Zealand men went to uh, Gallipoli, and uh, it wasn't eleven thousand come back. I can tell you that right now. New Zealand alone lost two thousand. 800 men. I don't know the casualties of the Canadians and, and the Australians all together, but it was uh, phenomenal. We celebrate uh, and uh, this uh, this uh, landing at Gallipoli in World War One. We celebrated here in Australia and New Zealand, and we combined the two names together, and it's called Anzac Day. So anyway, uh, Anzac Day is a day where we all uh, celebrate the uh, the the the, uh, the loss um, of the life. Uh, as a uh, as a bastion of uh, freedom for uh, democracy, and we celebrated here in the South Pacific uh, every uh, Anzac Day, and we have a dawn service. Uh, and uh, amazingly, we Australians and New Zealand youth and uh, uh, people uh, travel to Turkey and they go to Gallipoli. And uh, this year it was a hundred years. In Canberra, we had 132,000 people turn up at the dawn service. That's almost 50% of the total population of Canberra went to the dawn service, and I think that was just remarkable. Um, we had parades up the main street of Sydney with, um, uh, you know, all the all the diggers, all that we call them diggers down here, all the uh, ex-Army, Navy, Air Force people uh, walking up the main street with their medals on, from, uh, of course, we don't have anybody left from World War One down here now because it's over 100 years since it landed. So we 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 lost our last diggers somewhere in the beginning of the 90s, and uh, but now we have a you know World War Two and the Koreans and the Vietnam people. So really, it is quite a remarkable day down here in Australia. And obviously, this year it fell on Saturday. And uh, so consequently, there were no no auctions in Brisbane. There were no auctions uh, in uh, Adelaide. But there were auctions actually in Sydney and Melbourne. And there was quite a roar of the traditionalists saying, well, you shouldn't be you shouldn't be having auctions on Anzac Day because you're you know, you're you're not showing proper respect. And uh, well, I have to tell you, I actually think that's correct. I don't think we should have auctions on Anzac Day. Uh, or I don't think we should have exact auctions on um, on Christmas Day either, and we don't. I think it's a day that we shouldn't have those. But we had them. We had them in Sydney and Melbourne. And the roundup this week is that 
Sydney last Saturday at a 79% clearance rate. Uh, the figures are down, obviously, with the turnover, but uh, 868500 was the average price sold or achieved in uh, Sydney last week. Melbourne was 86% clearance rate, and the average uh, was $725,000. Uh, you, you'll see those uh, those sale prices average increase in next week's roundup. I'm certain of that, absolutely certain of that. But, um, you know, because there wasn't so many auctions, I I uh, did some homework on Sydney, Melbourne, Brisbane and Perth on the suburbs which are hot, which suburbs which are going up. The hottest five suburbs of each of their major uh, residential, major townships, major cities of Australia. Sydney, to give you an idea, the top five uh, suburbs are Homebush, Canley Vale, Homebush's average 1.287 million. Canley Vale, 148,000. Canley Vale's a fair way out from the CBD area. It's a, you know, it's a good, uh, it's a good 45 minutes drive on the highway. Ride, 1.2 million. Burwood, 1.65 million. Kensington, 1.838 million. I really wish I had a bought a, a, a lovely big home in Kensington. 20 years ago, I really do, and I'm sure there's a lot of other people can say that. Hindsight is a wonderful thing, but Kensington's one of the loveliest areas, uh, right in the heart of the, very close to the heart of the city. Melbourne, well, South Melbourne, 1.7 million. Waterna, South, it's on the rise at 730,000. That's a fair way out again. That's another 45 minutes drive out of Melbourne. Caulfield, that's where the races are, 1.2, Nine million, uh, Paran. That's right in the in the heart of the city. That's one million. They're very small, very small homes there. They're just you know they're old fat homes on a very small block. Uh, conc, you know those lovely concrete facades, and the average there is one million. In actual fact, I think that's quite cheap for Paran. Uh, Camberwell. That's quite a lovely suburb. Uh, that's uh, that's almost like the Kensington. That's one point five eight million. Wow, how do you afford to buy a home in Australia? Brisbane. Well, uh, Brisbane, New Farm, 1.173. Now, New Farm's in the city suburb. Yamato, or Yamanato, 419. That's, that's driving down towards the Gold Coast. That's a fair way out. East Brisbane, 729. And Chalmer, which is quite a nice suburb, 1,038. Uh, then we go to Perth. Now, I don't know Perth as well as I know uh, the other cities, but uh, North Fremantle, 1,185,000. Victon, 968. Good up, good yup. That must be a fair way out because it's only 350,000. So I've got to tell you, I reckon that's a long way from the, the CBD. Uh, West Leaderville, 1,058. Uh, Mount, uh, Hatton, 890,000. So, look, that'll give you an idea of these prices, uh, in Australia are just phenomenal, aren't they? I mean, really, I mean, these are good suburbs. These are, you know, these are, these are quality places. And obviously you can get houses cheaper and new subdivisions out on the edge. Uh, but that, that gives you an indication that throughout Australia, our prices are still up there. And uh, I, I've got a feeling they're going to stay there. I mean, a lot of people are talking about bubbles in the real estate market. But we have demand. We, it's very hard to be a developer in Australia. There's an enormous amount of red tape that you've got to go through. 
And so consequently, there's not that much stock coming back on the market. There's more now than there was two years ago. But I think the demand is still higher. There's a pent-up demand, but I think it's still higher. You know, <clears throat> many, many years ago, I was involved with uh, my, my mentor, a fellow called John Nichols, and he'd bought a piece of land up a five, six hours drive out of uh, out of Sydney, below a place called Port Macquarie, beautiful part of the coastline, and the, uh, the place is called Dumbogan. And for 18 years... He and his partners and I, uh, uh, being a very, very junior partner and only going to be involved in it when we got the approval, spent 18 years to try and get the approval for a canal development to go in there. That would have been the last canal development ever built in, uh, in, in New South Wales, the, not, you know, from Sydney. That's five, six hours from Sydney. We eventually got approved three times and got overturned three times. And the last time, we got overturned with the development. We were told that it had, we were going to have a visual impact from the mountain behind uh, the plate, the town of Lauriton, which Dumbogan is directly in front of it. Uh, they would be looking down on this big canal development of 500 lots and uh, that would be a, a, a visual impact. It was actual fact, uh, the reason we got turned down by the environmental minister is he'd done a deal with the Greenies. They got their votes to go into power. There was 21 developments on the coast that the Greenies wanted to see stopped, and we were the number one uh, target. So I didn't go ahead. But today, across my desk came a listing for a house in Dumbogan, and that house is uh, is four bedrooms, five bathrooms, two cars. It's on a quite a big lot. It's like uh, 3,172, so three square metres. That's, uh, you know, three-quarters of an acre. That's 950,000. So even when you go five to six hours drive out of Sydney and you buy a nice place, it's still going to cost you close to a million. Now I know there'll be houses there, uh, you know, with less uh, purchase price than that, but it just gives you a bit of an idea. So look, uh, this week we will, we will, we'll be coming back after this break and I'm going to be talking about how I've got a, I've found the secret. I found the holy grail. How are a young couple can in actual fact find the money to buy a house and, and and how to live in Sydney and how to buy a house um, over a number of years, but how they can actually save up the deposit for a house. So we'll be right back soon on Richard Butler's Lifestyles and Real Estate of the South Pacific, and we'll let you in on this the secret that I've happened to find on how a young couple can get a start in Sydney, Australia, with the prices at so much. We'll be back shortly. Dreams and goals are so important, don't you agree? Most of us have a dream location to relocate to. 85% of tourists recently surveyed wanted to own their own waterfront bungalow. You see, it's an investment and could be an income-producing property for your retirement. Or, if you're ready to relocate now, a South Seas Island sounds okay to me to just become a beachcomber with a laptop. If this resonates with you, then you have to call or email Richard Butler the sponsor of this show. Ask Richard, a project manager for property developers in the Republic of Vanuatu who have one-bedroom waterfront resort bungalows from $199,950. Yes, from $199,950. What value that is! But there is more from only $399,000 for amazing three-bedroom, two-story holiday homes that you can use when you pre-book and will supply you with amazing passive income returns. 
Imagine waterfront bungalows that can return $200 to as much as $800 a day rental. Plus, Richard informs of the new Lay Plateau residential estate with three-bedroom house and land from $255,000, which the local banks state they will finance approved clients from 20 to 30% deposit. Email him at richardbutlersales at gmail.com or call him on country code 61 417 to Lifestyles and Real Estate of the South Pacific. And as I promised you in the preamble today, I've got a really unusual, um, well, not unusual, but I've got a really great concept and a great idea uh, that I've come across in the domain. And uh, I've gone to the trouble of uh, contacting the directors of the company, which is called uh, Happy House Setters, which is down in Melbourne, Ruth Myers and her husband Malcolm have run this company since almost year 2000. And I'm going to get Ruth to tell us exactly what she does because truly, listeners, it's absolutely blown me out of the water. What a great idea it is. Well, Ruth, well, are you there? Welcome to the show. I am. Good morning, Richard. Thank you for asking me to come along and have a chat. You're down there in Melbourne at the moment. How's the weather down there? A bit cold at the moment? It is a bit chilly, I can tell you. <laughs> Looking for some warmth. Yeah. Well, we've been, I'm up here in Sydney, of course, and, and we're a little bit cold this morning. I've already been out today doing some chores. But, uh, Ruth, uh, Happy House Setters, uh, you know, look, it, it just resonated with me. I read the story. I read it again. It was on the domain. I just couldn't help but give you a call and ask you to come onto the show. And I, no one's better to talk about their business than the, the, than the owners. So, could you tell my listeners a little bit about yourself and how you started this Happy House Sitters and what it's all about? Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to. So um, my husband and I, as you mentioned, we've been running the business for 15 years. Um, we started it because my husband was looking for a business that didn't have any staff or stock. And also we were a young couple ourselves and we were looking for different house sitting and we really saw a gap in the market. The internet was just beginning, so we had a very rudimentary website 15 years ago, and uh, we've just grown uh, along with the internet over the past 15 years. So our aim has just been to um, link house sitters with homeowners. So basically people who are looking to solve a short-term accommodation with people who are looking to have their home cared for while they're away, and actually, more importantly, their kids cared for while they're away. Well, I actually, you know, I have a dog we, which I absolutely love, and my and my wife. Uh, well, there's three people in our family. There's my wife, there's the dog, and then I come along behind. And, absolutely, uh, that's the right order. That's the right order. But you know, this is one of the things that I always say. Oh, let's go away, and she says, you know. Um, We've, you know, all due respect, we've put the dog into the kennels and it's come back with kennel cough. Um, and so that sort of stops us to a certain degree. But, you know... No, sorry, what are sorry the- not, a, not only that, oh, sorry, Richard. I was just going to say, not only that, it's the, the, the cost of putting your animal into a that's kennel. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, and that's the, um, yeah, it is expensive. It's a, it's a daily cost, which can add up, which can uh, translate, if you didn't use the kennel, into lots more fancy dinners and um, some lovely shopping. Not to mention that the animal, not just dogs, just, I'm sure they just really appreciate 
being kept in their own environment, you know, meeting their own little doggy friends down in the park and just um, not having to um, make that shift backwards and forwards. Well, one of the things that we saw, we should explain, is that the reason or the motivator for me to give you a call is that the story spoke about a young couple from, uh, I think they're in Brisbane, Cameron Young and his father, yeah. Tara. And, That's uh, correct, yes. Yeah. They were, you know, they're, they're, they're struggling with the situation of trying to raise, you know, the deposit to buy a house. And of course, if you're pay, paying rent out, well, it's, it, you know, there's the old saying my mother said to me, you know, rent's dead money. Well, it's dead yeah. money to us, but it's live money to the fellow who owns the property. Absolutely. But, but they've, they've, uh, they, they basically stated in the article that they went into house, uh, house sitting. And of course, because they're, uh, you know, looking after the house and that's their payment is they get free accommodation. They, they're able to save their wages and over a period of time save up the deposit for the house. And this is just something now that, that, uh, you know, I can just see, you know, it has to boom. I mean, how many people really do know that you can do this, Ruth? This is the, you know, how many people do you have? Yeah. Oh, we've got um, both citizen owners. We've got around 40,000, but that is a very fluid number because our house sitters take out a, um, a yearly subscription. So we have subscriptions that fall off every day and, of course, new ones that join every day. Right. But overall, we've got um, the homeowner listings far outweigh our house sitter listings and that's just because we work very hard at trying to drive as many homeowners to our website as possible so that our house sitters have a great choice to choose from. So look, you mentioned that it is uncommon but um, look, over the last 15 years it's become more and more common and we certainly have more and more stories of young couples who have been able to break into the property market because they've housed that for a period of time and just given themselves that little bit of edge um, and as you say save on all that um, dead rent money I think it's a wonderful idea just a couple of questions when when how old yes. do you have to be to become a house sitter I mean that's another thing that we should cover now do you, do you... well Truthfully, you know, I could say 18 plus, but um, homeowners are more likely to choose someone who's at least in their 20s. Right. Um, we, we tend to get um, far more young couples, professional couples, families. Um, that's the other thing that's been useful is um, families who are renovating their own family home, instead of having to go and rent while this occurs, have been able to pick up houses. Um, in and around the area, which is also a great saving for them. It's wonderful. So, uh, yeah, I wouldn't say young adults, but I would say any adult, you know. Yeah, 25, to, 28, something. Yeah. And yeah. That's the age where, you know, you'd normally find that the young adult is starting to realise that, you know, the, the teenage years are over the early 20s. Yes, you know, yes it's time to buckle yeah. down. They're looking down the funnel and thinking, well, I've got to do something, otherwise I'll be paying this rent. I mean, my young son, the oldest son, he, uh, he, um, you know, he's just started doing very well in his, in his uh, finance business. And, uh, you know, so consequently he's now starting to look at, at, at housing. And obviously, uh, you know, the deposit is such a big jump, isn't it? You know, like houses in, in, in Sydney are now bouncing off a, a million dollars for an average yeah. house. And I've spoken to the bank managers up here, Ruth, and, and they want to see 20% deposit at least 
uh, yeah. from from the from the from the uh, young couples, and that's two hundred thousand uh, dollars. Yeah. Otherwise, if they have left, they've got to pay forty thousand dollars for housing insurance on the actual loan itself for the bank. And that's forty thousand yeah. gone straight away. So yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a big, it's a, it's a big ass, isn't it? Really, it is. At- yeah, it really is quite frightening for that next generation. Uh, so my husband and I, you know, just renovated our big family home, and you know, we we'll probably expect our children to be hanging out there for quite some time. Well, someone recently just said to you know anybody <laughs> under 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 thirty. You, you should be very nice to your mum and dad because they're probably, yeah. they're probably going to have to guarantee your loan for you. Uh, yeah, exactly. When you're buying the property. But uh, when the people come along and they, they obviously come to your website and they sign up, I think it's a $60 fee or something for them to Yeah, it's a bit about that, yeah. Yeah, it yeah. goes to between 59 and 79, and that's for 12 months. And um, they've also got an advantage whereby if there is a period of time where they're Traveling, or they're moved back in with mum and dad, or they simply don't need to look for house sick, they can freeze their account. So if there's nine months left, they can go back to that nine months at any point, rather than just have that membership fritter away over a calendar year. All right. Well, look, we've got to sell. We've got to. We've got to break for a little bit of a, an ad break now, and, and and we'll come back in a couple of moments. And I've got a lot more questions for you. And one of the questions I'd love to answer them. What is the average uh, the average sort of term? But we'll we'll cover that in the next section yep. in lifestyles and real estate of the South Pacific. We'll go and put some product on the on the air, and we'll be right back sure. in the next segment shortly. Thank you. All right. Lovely. Australian Wine Exports Limited was first registered in 1974, current export license number 99, and has access to all of Australia's famous growing vineyards. As examples from the world-famous Barossa, South Australia, the Hunter Valley of New South Wales, the Margaret River of Western Australia, and the Yarra Valley of the southern state of Victoria, and lastly, the magic of the Burnett in northern Queensland. Places you might never heard of, but you might have seen the Australian labels in your neighborhood stores, like Yellowtail. And we must tell you the current release of Australia's Penfolds Grange sells up to $600 a bottle. Australian Wine Exports Limited has decided to expand to the states, and the directors are looking for interested investors for a joint venture in exporting Australian wine into the USA, United Kingdom, and lastly, China. The wine regions in each of these Australian states produce different wine varieties and styles that take advantage of the particular terroir, such as climactic differences, topography, and soil types, with the major varieties being predominantly Shiraz, Cabernet, Sauvignon, Chardonnay, Merlot, Semillon, Pinot Noir, Riesling, and Sauvignon Blanc. The company has been waiting for the Australian dollar to retreat in parity to the American dollar as they now see the opportunity to advertise for interested investors and start exporting containers to selected countries. This is a boutique company that can avail themselves of assistance from the Australian export arm, Austrade, as well, but wishes on the ground interested investors in the States. So call Richard Butler on 61 417 That's country code 61 417-007-792 or email him for information at richardbutlersales at gmail.com This is another amazing offer from Down Under worth considering. As Richard says, decision makers are profit takers. Where does he get these remarkable offers from? 
Welcome back to Lifestyles and Real Estate of the South Pacific. We're actually talking uh, to Ruth Myers in uh, in she's down in Melbourne. I'm in Sydney, and uh, we're actually talking about happy house sitters, which is just the most brilliant idea to help young couples, uh, or basically even to help people who have got fabulous houses and they, they, they want some security while they're away travelling. Uh, Ruth, uh, again, thanks for coming on the show. Really it's a do. pleasure, thanks. I'm absolutely, you know, taken with this concept. I had heard of it before, but I'd never actually spoken to someone who was running it. I do have a friend here in Sydney. Uh, he's an older chap like himself in the 60s, and uh, he's, uh, he's, uh, he's, he's actually separated, and he's got grown-up children. They're living overseas. So really he doesn't have many people in the family, but he's been doing the house sitting for a couple of years. And, uh, you know, he says, oh, look, I'm living in Mossman now, or I'm living in Marathal now, or I'm living in uh, another suburb. And, uh, and I said, well, how can you change around? He said, well, I'm doing house sitting. So I never never followed it up with him. But uh, what is the average term that they would sort of possibly be uh, given a contract for? Is there a contract that they sign before they go into the house? Well, yeah, yeah, it's an agreement between the homeowner and the house sitter. Um, but that, that's... That's a little bit seasonal. So over the sort of November to February area of time, um, it's generally are uh, sort of of the couple of the weeks, couple of weeks to a month or so, and that's just sort of Christmas holiday type breaks. But during the year, um, you can get your three or your six months or the, the twelve months just do come up from time to time. Um, so it, it does vary greatly. And the um, just back to the agreement between the sitter and the owner, I always say that the house sitting is about that um, the best fit for both parties. And, uh, you know, it's it's also about just being kind and respectful to the other party and just uh, in that negotiation, just understanding the needs of one another. Is there any money that changes hands? Do they get paid to house sit or? No, look, our house didn't live rent free in return for caring for the pets and property. Yes. Sometimes if a homeowner is going away for three months plus, that they request um, the house sitter contributes to utilities. Yes. Uh, excuse me. And some, sometimes a bond is requested as well, but generally no money changes hands. It's one of those win-win situations where um, someone can go away on a holiday or a secondment and have that peace of mind that their home is being cared for and their animals being loved and cared for as well. And uh, that other person, the house sitter, they're solving a short-term accommodation problem or, um, you know, just enjoying a new suburb. Yeah, well, I think it's a great idea, and this story that uh, spoke about the young couple raising, you know, that they they managed oh, yeah. to, uh, to to get their deposit together for a house over a couple of years, um, it's just that you know both of them are working, you know, they're living in a house sit op- operation, and uh, you know they can they can virtually bank after food uh, almost all their, um, their their weekly earnings, which is wonderful. Yeah, 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 it is. It's, it's really. They're the best stories when I hear those. I love getting the feedback from the sitters and hearing that. And the other thing I love hearing is when the sitters talk about the adoptive relationship they have with the pets they were caring for. And I know we've got one of our sitters who's got um, adopted pets all over the country. Yes. And I suppose what would happen too is that, you know, like, 
uh, client A who has a house that a, a you know person uh, arrived. He if he's going away again, he would like to get that same person back again, I suppose. Yeah, they absolutely. Have, they have a set track record, don't they? Yeah, yeah, that's right. And of course, we don't charge a finder's fee or anything like that. So, right. what happens after that initial fit is completely between the sitter and the owner. Right, right. And and you've started this business from scratch almost like 15 years ago. Yeah, 15 years ago. You must be, you know, you must feel quite proud of what you've built up over this period of time. Oh, yeah. Well, look, we really do, and it's so exciting to um, have watched the growth in um, the way small businesses um, work over that time, particularly with the Internet. And um, one of the the loveliest advantages of this is that I have been able to work from home while raising my young children. So that's been particularly special to be able to have had that because otherwise I would have been out um, teaching. I'm a teacher by trade, so I still do a little bit of teaching. But um, it's been a joy to be able to be at home, run my business and care for my children. Wonderful, it's great, isn't it? Well, that's yeah. that's you know the modern world we live in. There's certainly a you know there's a there's a technical revolution going on uh, without doubt in the world. At yeah. The time. Technical revolution, it's amazing. Look, can I ask yeah. another question? Is it um, absolutely? So you've got people who come and sit houses. Is there many units which are sat the same way? You know, like blocks of units. Do so they do that and use it mainly just houses or? Oh, look, there's there's studio apartments, units, acreage, houses, any type of accommodation that's out there, we get it. Really? So I, I remember one morning I was uh, typing away on the computer and somebody rang me up who was in WA and um, there was a concern that they had over the camels that they were caring for. <laughs> and you just think, oh, my goodness me. Of, you know, of all the, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Of all the random... Uh, stories to be hearing about. So, and that's it. I get to hear lots of really interesting stories from Broome to uh, Bondi. Well, you know, a, a couple of decades ago, I would have liked to have left my children behind and gone overseas as well. Yeah. Well, it's not such a joke. Every now and then I do get a phone call from someone saying that we're heading off overseas, but the only thing is my 17-year-old son will be in the house as well, but I'd like a house sitter because he's not likely to remember to feed the dog. Right, yes. Well, I, 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 can, fully, uh, I can fully understand. You can, you can relate to that one. You can relate to that a thousand percent, yeah. No problem at all. And Absolutely. And so what would be, you know, with the, the future of this um, concept, uh, house sitting, um, you've got to have enormous growth in front of you at the moment. I mean, I, I, I with, with, yeah. you know, because so, more and more people, as we become more affluent, are traveling more. And That's right, yeah. I mean, every time I go to my post office, there's a line of people down there getting passport pictures. And, yeah, uh, yeah. And, and my local post office guy said, look, you know, people are traveling so much more than what they ever did before. They're away on the cruises or they're away uh, flying on the special deals. So it's obviously got to have a big growth. You, you've had a, a spectacular growth, I think, as well. Over the, what would yeah. your average growth per year with this sort of... Uh, well, we, we, we estimate that um, over each year there's about 20% growth in homeowner listings. So, um, yeah, more and more people are going away. But I really, you know, I'm just thinking about this, I really can't impress upon um, people who are considering doing house sitting how important it is to take on with absolute gravity um, care and respect of somebody else's home and, and to be mindful of that all the time. So... 
Um, yeah, that's, that's the message that I'd really like to get across. But yeah. um, you are going and you are looking after someone's house. They are entrusting you with their greatest asset. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, you're getting accommodation at the same time um, and you're, you know, you're, you're getting that for free. But it is um, down to just being respectful and kind. The same two things I say to my daughters. Yes, okay. And, and, and um, uh, Ruth, uh, we're coming to the end of the segment, but how, can you please give us your phone numbers? Uh, or, Absolutely. So that people can call you directly and also your website, which I, I think it's ha- happyhousefitters.com, yeah. but yep. you can correct yeah. me if I'm wrong on that. Yes, yeah, yeah. it's uh, yep, au, yeah. and they can call me on the phones between 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. on 1300. 780-809. So if you're calling from WA and I can see that it's WA, I will quite often answer the phone until 11 o'clock at night. So there's always that um, opportunity. And and so saying that, you obviously, you know, you, 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 you're Australia-wide. You're not just localised yeah. to Victoria. You could be yeah, yeah, we're Australia-wide. Yeah, Tasmania, the whole yeah. East Coast, yep. Absolutely. Well, Ruth, thank you for coming on uh, Lifestyles and Real Estate of the South Pacific. We really do appreciate uh, uh, you coming on at such short notice. I, I never give oh, notice. Oh, thank you. It's terrible for me. But it was great <laughs> no, to hear. That's all right. It was great to hear, you know, the story of how you and your husband have set this business up over the period of time. I'm, I, I thank applaud you. you for the concept and the idea, and I, I think it's a a wonderful service that you provide, and I couldn't recommend you highly. And we've got those numbers thank for you. people to call, and we'll, we're sending this out to our database as well. So, Ruth, thank you for coming on Lifestyles and Real Estate of the, of the South Pacific. We do appreciate it. Thank you very much for having me. It was most enjoyable to chat. Thank you for listening on Lifestyles and Real Estate of the South Pacific. And so thank you for your time talking to everybody next week on Lifestyles and Real Estate thank of the you. South Pacific. Sustainable timber investment from the Republic of Vanuatu. Once in a lifetime, an investment offer comes along that if you don't jump on board, you'll be saying, I could have. Yes, you could have bought Apple shares. You could have invested in Google. You could have bought gold three years ago. But did you? Well, listen closely. This is one of those light bulb moments in your life where you have to act today. 35 years ago, timber plantations were planted in the Republic of Vanuatu in the South Pacific, an island nation, and now they are ready for harvesting. Not just any timber, it was introduced as a sustainable timber called Cordia, selling in the USA for up to $7,600 per cubic meter. One cubic meter is 432 board feet. Cordia is not native rainforest timber. It's from the plantation and used for flooring, decking, architraves, fit-outs for sailing boats, and for our wood turners. It's a wonderful wood, a hard wood, but very light. The builders love to work with it, and we all know how costly wood is these days. Sustainable Timber, A-class licensed timber company in Vanuatu, has just released shares in the investment. Approved by the stringent Vanuatu Investment Promotion Authority, called VIPA for short, at $55,000 per share. There are only 20 on offer and projected returns on over 20% per annum. Plus, the investment will provide you with, if you require residency in Vanuatu as an international investor, 
if you require to escape from this Western world madness and experience paradise as your new home address, it's not mandatory, but available with the investment. So again, Sustainable Timber, a Class A timber company in the Republic of Vanuatu, an investment opportunity at only $55,000, returns projected at over 20% per annum, and residency as well if you require it. The timber has grown, it's ready for harvest now, profits are months away, not years. Contact Richard Butler now for the offer to be emailed to you. Call Richard on country code 61417007792 or email him at richardbutlersales at gmail.com. Don't delay. There are only 20 shares offered. Call him, country code 61417007792. Or if you're in Australia local, call 0417007792. Call him now. It's a light bulb moment, listeners. Act today. And as Richard says, decision makers are profit makers.